Have you been considering growing your team, expanding your marketing plan, or hunting for those ever-elusive buyer and seller leads? If so, then this episode is for you. Sunit Agarwal out of Sacramento has built, get this, the number one mega team in all of California. Today, he unpacks the secrets to get you to those strategies. As always, I'm your San Francisco referral partner, Sean Kunkler. Sunit, man, thanks for joining me today. I'm I am really stoked and excited to sit down and, and dive into what you are doing. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, you have a lot, clearly a lot going on. So I'm going to kick this off to give the viewers some context of who you are and the things that you have going on with the question of who are you and what do you do? Yes, Sean, thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here and have a fun chat, hopefully provide some value to the listeners. And if you don't know me, good. I'm glad you don't know me, right? <laughs> because I don't want to be that guy. Um, my name is Sunit Agarwal. I am a real estate agent out of Sacramento, California. Um, I've been licensed for nine years. Next month is my 10th year anniversary of being a full-time realtor, being a realtor at all. Um, and my sixth year in, my team sold the most houses of any mega team in the state of California. And I became the number one agent literally in the state. Like, it's a, I'm not bullshitting anybody. <laughs> and it's, I feel weird to say it, right, Sean? It's like, it's literally real trans is the one that counts it. Everyone submits their numbers and their P&Ls and MLS printouts. And I was number one in the state. And I had a team. Insane. Insane. And we doubled like number two by double or triple. And number one, we were in Sacramento, which is my market. I was number one by like 10. So like a thousand percent over number two or something crazy. <laughs> right? Like it was crazy. Congrats. Look at the MLS and your name is number one. And the discrepancy between you and number two, Sean, is a lot, bro. You're all that's amazing. That's amazing. And it's not just me. I had a big team, a lot of great partnerships, a lot of great marketing. However, it was my name, number one. And the next year, it was the guy who worked for me, whose name was number two all of a sudden. So <laughs> the two of us, which I was kind of upset about. I was like, bro, you're on salary. Those sales should be in my name, but whatever. <laughs> but, but, um, but he got him. So, you know, been on top for a couple of years. Uh, number two, number, I think this year is number four, whatever. It was never my goal to be number one in California. <laughs> it was just really cool. And I marketed the, the, the hell out of it. It was my goal more to, uh, just dominate Sacramento and provide like a new way of doing real estate that I like to do and be able to support, you know, great agents who want to work you know, make some money. And we did all those things and that was great. Um, so, you know, real estate team going well, this year was different and that's okay. Um, yeah, we were planning for it to be different. Um, got into coaching. I, you know, had worked with a pretty, um, well-known coach in the team leader space. John Cheplak worked with him for a couple of years as my coach that so he brought me on to be a coach ended up, 
coaching business just exploding. I did like a thousand and one coaching calls last year, something crazy, uh, all for team leaders and brokerage owners, uh, speaking and events, getting into that space. Now we have a brokerage platform, which, you know, we could talk about later, but um, I'm busy, man. And it's fun getting on here and meeting new people and talking real estate. So let's go. There's so many different directions I want to go with this. My brain is like, it's like a popcorn machine. I'm like, oh my God, I want to ask you about this, this, this. I'm, I feel like a kid in a candy store right now. Um, I'm, so let me start with this. You mentioned something with 2023 was obviously vast, or 2022 rather was vastly different than 2023. We saw an incredible market shift. You obviously have a prolific team who's just crushing it. When you kind of saw the writing on the wall of 2023, what did you do as a, as a business lead to course correct the, the business and then your agents? So if you're a team leader, if you have a business with any kind of staff and marketing, unless you really just had horrible 2021 and 22 and 2020 horrible, then you probably made a bunch of money then maybe the most money in your life. And you probably overspent on a bunch of stuff that you didn't need that you're still paying for. So when the, when there's like a million less sales in the United States, 20% less sales, like, no matter how you cut it, you're selling less houses. So let's just like, maybe that's a bad generalization, but just by like economies of scale and just mother nature, like you're going to, there's less houses to sell. There's less houses going to sell in your market unless you're going somewhere else. Like really, uh, and there's people that came up during this time and good for them. But I had, you know, a 110 person team um, with massive traditional media and digital media. And some of those things we had to like, like you have, like you have a, you have two real strategies in market shifts. You can either outspend everybody to try and get that piece of market share, or you can just be smart and make wise decisions with your money and maybe pause the stuff that you're not sure what the ROI is. Maybe if you just, a lot of leaders in any kind of business will just allow stuff to go on just to check off a box. And if that box is being checked and that's it, like figure that out. Like how much more efficient can you be? Right. And like I laid off management. I eliminated you know, 15 billboards up and down the freeway here in Sacramento because the ROI wasn't there. <laughs> Sometimes you just let stuff check off a box. Um, so if you're a business leader, you have to get smart. Now is the time to get smart. And this is a lesson for all of us, myself included. Watch your stuff, man. Don't just, you know, live in your ivory tower and think everything's good. Everything's good. Like watch your stuff. So that's what the business leaders need to do. If you haven't done it already, if you haven't done it yet, then buckle up, bro. Right. For the next, next couple months, you can either, you know, like that or cut back. And if you're an agent, 
this is something I learned from John Cheplak is like picture a life or picture something where there's no new leads coming in, where you have to work the leads that you already have. And you got to work them really friggin' good, dude. And to your point, you have to work them, but you have to work them without having bated breath. Yeah. Good luck. The buyer or seller can't sniff out that you're desperate for a commission. Otherwise, your cover's blown. Like you're going to turn them off and you're going to lose that lead 100% altogether. So there is a, from a sales perspective, there's a really delicate dance. Yeah. And most people aren't good at it and you oftentimes can't train it. And unfortunately, I think to your point, when things are going really good, we tend to party. When things go bad, we tend to ponder. And when they're going really good, everybody can make a sale because the, the buyers are just, they're lining up. Everybody did make a sale. <laughs> right. And, and agents who typically just don't have the, the, the wherewithal, they don't have the skills, they don't have the, those key components, they were highly successful. And so I think it gave a lot of uh, misconceptions to, to individuals within the industry and team leads too, who like newer team leads who were like, Oh, this is easy. We can crush it all the time. We're to your point, we're going to buy all these billboards. We're going to buy all this stuff. And then if you keep spending as the market shifted, you are going to basically spend yourself into a corner. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like I was, I can outspend a lot of people in this town and be okay. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. So that was my plan and, and, until I got sick of it. I was all, well, this actually sucks, right? Like, I'll be good. Yes. Yeah. So just pick your strategy. I'm not saying what my strategy did was right. I have colleagues in different markets who will know I'm spending more. I'm all, dude, good for you. That's your strategy. That's my different strategy. Well, I think, too, to your point earlier is sometimes we do, we get in this routine of we just, we're checking boxes and we're not evaluating. Is this campaign, is this thing that we're doing, is it actually producing a return on investment and ROI? Is it actually serving us or do we just have this extra money and we're spending fun bucks right now? And, and more often than not, it's just fun bucks and you're not acknowledging that, Hey, it's not actually doing anything for the brand or to drive the business. You know who Claude Hopkins is? I know the name, but not specifically. Fill me in. So old school marketing guy. And he has this book from like the 1930s, maybe. And I'm reading it right now um, from Claude Hopkins Marketing. And it's called Scientific Advertising. It's a really easy read if anyone's out there. I'm not all the way done with it. It's fine. It's a real easy read for some real good principles. Uh, and he's all, yeah. And the same thing that Dan Kennedy says in magnetic marketing, like quit spending money like on a hope. We got to get an ROI on every dollar that you spend. And Dan Kennedy, it's all about your list, period. Like just you got to have you have to have people to talk to. Like you have to be collecting them somewhere and you have to make sure that your message matches what their concern or need is. I can totally see why you're reading Dan Kennedy. I feel like you would vibe with him. As, as well as um, Frank Kern. Dude, I'm a Frank Kern super fan. I actually am in Same. a marketing mastermind with Perry Belcher, who's friends with both of them. And Perry's like my mentor in this. So I, uh, he, I'm i coaching with him and a couple of the other guys in that space. So 
that's been a lot of fun for me, the online digital marketing stuff, especially with the coaching and info products. Like we sell courses and all that too. So it's a, that, that is the fun stuff. So to kind of get people up to speed, they both Dan Kennedy and Frank Kern, they do a lot of online marketing and sell programs and products. Do you leverage what you're learning there to acquire and attract leads for the real estate? You're, for your realtors, I should say? Great question. I use all the digital marketing principles to sell coaching and online courses. Number one, build my list. I'm always running traffic on lists. I do Frank Kern mass conversion ad style all the time. I can turn it on and it works super good. So Frank, he had a course called mass conversion two. No, mass conversion one. Not to interrupt, but mass conversion's like a it's a good decade old, right? Yeah, more than that. Yeah, and like all the Hermosi stuff is from mass con- conversion. If you follow Alex Hermosi, he pulls it straight from mass conversion, just presents it simply, and Frank gives him props on that. But um I run the I run all that mass conversion stuff, all like Frank saturation stuff for um coaching leads, right? And how do I do it in the real estate space? We do the same thing for recruiting. I own a big brokerage. I have a big team. Recruiting agents is an important part of my business. Uh, I coach on recruiting. I speak on recruiting all the time. So those same principles can be made applicable to um, to the to uh, recruiting. In fact, I have a video about it. If you go to my website, it's free. SunidAgarwal.com. It shows you how to do one of these campaigns how to set it up Frank Kern style and takes like a three minute video. It's super easy. So that's for recruiting. Um, but for buyers and sellers, a lot of this direct response marketing is generating leads is by getting, is by using lead magnets, right? So in the online marketing space, I could do an ebook. I could do um, a video behind a wall. I could do these different kind of things. I could do a webinar and use those as lead magnets to get people's in, in information. In real estate, the most popular lead magnets are a list of houses for sale, bonus if it's under a certain price or in a certain area, are your home value. Right. So that's why Zillow and those companies win. Right. You can run ads on social media for very cheap and get buyer leads. Are they any good? You know, they're not the best, but you can get them. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes most of the time they're not. You get them for like three bucks. I just leave that shit on. Right. Just let it run <laughs> like three dollars. It's probably a little bit more in SF because that's how life is. But um um, and I'll, we're probably paying more than they are in um, Florida, which is, which is the same thing. Um, so if you're running those kind of lead magnets in that space for buyers and sellers, you're competing for traffic with Zillow and big websites. So you got to figure out how to be unique there. You buy PPC, someone else could worry about it. They're just buying the um, clicks, right? Something I did last week was I ran a webinar at my list. So I didn't spend any money on the marketing, but I have 115,000 leads in my database. 
And I ran a webinar at him, Sean, how to sell your house without an agent. And I did a live webinar. I have 115,000 people in that list. I don't know if, I, I don't know 100,000 of them, 105,000 of them. We've never sold them 105,000 of them anything. They might not even be getting my emails. And we send a lot. Our email game and text game and follow-up game is, database game is dialed, systematized. <laughs> So I want to run another offer at my list. How to sell your, here's a live webinar, Sean, how to sell your house without an agent. And we had people that registered. It wasn't overwhelming. A dozen. We had about six people show up. We had about five people stay the whole time. What does that tell me? Right? These people have a house to sell. They have a house. Exactly. And they're thinking about they're predisposed. You're right. So now I can segment my list because I have, I love lists. I have every email software and I do all that stuff. Go high level, follow boss, MailChimp, Zengard. I got every, an account of everything. It's, it's overdoing it. So don't be like me, but I, but I, I have them. Um, and you can segment that list and now have more seller offers of those people till you get in their house. Really quick, not to, uh, sorry to interrupt, but. I like if, if anybody's listening, you jolted their system for starters by saying I, I ran a webinar saying <laughs> learn how to sell your, your home by yourself, which is like crazy for a, an agent or a brokerage to to even partake in. But you're right. Those 12 people, you now know. And I think the other little piece of gold for people listening and not really super strong with marketing is you said you broke it out and you segmented your list. Segmenting your your list is by far the number one thing that most agents are flubbing up. Most people, yeah. They try to say the same thing to everybody and it's that's not the you have to figure out exactly who that individual is and what the crafted message is for that person. And those 12 people to your point, you now have this laser precision way to communicate with them because you already know what they're thinking. You already have entered their world. It's honestly, it's a very, very brass. Like you have to have a lot of brass to do that strategy, but it's, it's, it's incredibly smart. Well, dude, it's like the offer, right? Like, what am I going to say? How to sell your house with, with a realtor. Everyone's going to be all why. Yeah, we could sell it faster. Come, come listen to me. And it's like, ah, I'm not going to listen to you pitch me for 30 minutes or an hour or whatever it is. Yeah, dude. And I went step by step. And guess what? It's going to be, it's hard to do it on your own. <laughs> like, and it's hard. Here it is. And I even tell people like any kind of webinar, I'm going to look. It's my goal to show you how to do this. And I hope that you're able to, to do this, but some of you will not be able to. And I hope by doing this webinar for you that you decide to hire me to sell your house. Right. I tell them right in the beginning. Yeah. And to your point, if somebody is like hell bent on doing it, you can try to reframe it as much as you want, but if they're hell bent on doing it, they're just going to do it. Yeah, exactly. To your point, if you show them it almost overwhelm them with, 
paperwork and data and information and play and all these like things they're ideally in an ideal world they're going to throw up their hands and be like they're going to submit they're going to say you know what you know what you're doing i don't know what i'm doing this is my biggest asset i should hand it to a professional yeah i mean clearly you've, you've made it to the number one position so you're doing a you're doing a lot of things correct for a long period of time to get these these obviously incredible results um so let's pick up with where you were you were basically talking about using this and leveraging the same thing to recruit agents what i've seen work for people in local marketing is to be completely omnipresent and overwhelm people with your face and I say this on stages all the time. I I want people locally to choke on my face. They know who the F I am, right? Like there is no doubt. I am hiring agents and I want every single person with a damn pulse in my market to know that. <laughs> That's how you win in marketing. You loud, loud AF, Sean, right? Um, loud. And at the same time, if you're always just yelling, then no people are gonna quit listening. Also true. Craft your messages, come from value. Something I learned from Frank Kern is if they like my free shit, they're gonna love my paid shit, right? So like, if you're always putting out great stuff out there and people say, hey, um, Sunit's coming from value. Sunit from social media is giving me more value than the current brokerage or team leader that I'm working with. Sunit's emailing me great content. I just did a webinar for, I invited every agent in Sacramento and it's something that I've charged people for in the past, right? Did it live from this very desk yesterday. Just, and you, you know, you, you know this, you have a podcast, obviously value, 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 like it opens doors. So provide the marketplace with an incredible amount of value. The amount of value that you provide the marketplace is the amount of value the marketplace gives you, Sean. That's the Jim Rohn quote, but, but I love it. But that's how you should operate, right? And you have an advantage that people 10 years ago didn't. And it's the friggin' internet, dude. Like, get write something on Facebook, put something on Instagram, Put it on LinkedIn, put it on the TikTok, put it on YouTube, even if it feels like no one's ever watching. I feel you, but put it out there. And guess what? You got to do it again tomorrow and the day after that and every single day. And if you really want to go big, well, you should do it a couple of times a day on all those things, too. I think it was, if I remember correctly, like Gary Vaynerchuk in the early days, it was something and I'm misquoting it. But I'm I'm, try, I'm using my memory, which is not always good. But he was posting on Twitter, I think, like seven times a day. Oh, yeah. Like at minimum, because those feeds on most of the stuff, the feeds go by so quick. Tweets last no time. I post to Twitter twice a day. It's not enough. It's yeah. And it goes by so quick. But I also, to your point earlier, it's know your audience, know who you're collecting, where and and give them things of value, give them things that are going to change their world and improve it. And thus they be, they, they come back to you. And then that's clearly how obviously you've recruited 110 people to your team, which is, that's a staggering number, man. 
I've recruited hundreds of agents. Yeah. My brokerage has 160 and I've lost hundreds of agents over the years too, which, which is part of it. And that's okay. Right. So, um, so, you know, I tell agents this all the time and, you know, before we even we're talking about posting and creating, you now have another advantage. Every listener to this is you can go to the damn chat GPT and have it create the outlines. Don't just copy and paste. Cause you'll, I'll, I'll call you out with your unlock and all your terms, right? I'll call you out. Skyrocket unlock. I, I see you chat GPT, but, um, but, um, you have an advantage there. You know, we had a great course on chat GPT um, a year and a half ago um, and how to use it as an agent and probably find pieces that are free online. Um, post every day, provide value to the people in there, send emails to your people, come from value, don't ask for shit. Um, something that we talk about all the time is like, Sure, you could email guides, and I'm of that, like, lead magnet, like, segmenting the list. If I send a guide to the list um, on five things to do to get your house ready to sell, if I send that out to my list and segment that as far as, you know, once again, people who, who get that, now I know that that they want to sell like that's one way to do it. Or I could just send out like the cool taco spot in Sacramento or the coolest taco spot in the mission district and send an email out like that and everyone will get more out of it. And maybe that'll open more doors. Right. So that's. I'm not very good at this taco part. By the way, I'm really good at the other part because I can write anything with chat GPT, you know, and I have a full media team. So, yeah, sometimes I get stuck in like the coaching, or excuse me, the marketing strategy and technique instead of like the feel good shit. So know your strengths, right? A hundred percent. Play your strengths and then hire for your weaknesses. A hundred percent. That's yeah, if you do that and you stay in your lane of, of your, those things that you just rock at, everything accelerates from there. Um, to go back to chat GPT, there's, I have friends at Google, Facebook, you name it. And the, the murmur, the, the word on the street is they're deprioritizing chat GPT descriptions. And so if you're just, chat GPTing your Instagram description, they know it and they lower the, the quality of it, which means it's going out to fewer people. So all your YouTube, your like anything that's going out to mass, be careful using chat GPT, make sure it's a human touches it and a human puts the, the finishing touches on it because it, you'll get dinged over time. I mean, you'll just look stupid for using words that you would never say. And that goes to brand, right? Like we kind of, we were joking about it right before, right before we started recording, you were, you were saying how you love your job because you could wear a hat and a t-shirt and I wear a suit. And 
that's that's part of the brand and so your your vocabulary is part of your brand and so those posts should sound like the person or the persona that is posting it or these webinars i have a media guy chris um works for me full-time here in sac has a master's in film he's so he's loves film um and he he writes emails on my behalf full disclosure he'll he'll write emails and like my uh john sheplag texts me i'm playing blackjack in vegas he texts me he's all this is not you you said you sound like an idiot i was all painful because <laughs> i didn't even look at that damn email be before it went out so thank you now you know like you can course correct um you know what's really funny sidebar is because i put so much content out on this channel on this outlet that i'm on google and so in chat gpt you can say make it sound like sean conkler from realtor 180. Oh, that's dope sean and it'll that's start so drafting good. it which is wild like you're like hey write a description for this in the voice of sean conkler from realtor 180 and boom it starts using my vocabulary it's wild wow good stuff dude good the tech man is that's really what excites me so let's talk uh, a little bit more let's because we've all in this year have I, I don't know about all markets but in san francisco the bulk of agents even the all the top performers our business is down by about 50 percent, and that's the painful reality also it was overinflated by 50 percent the year prior most people had 2022 their best year in 2023 their worst year of their careers which is insane to be thinking about but if a brand new agent let's say they're let's say there's somebody's three years in the market let's say they're solo and they really just want to go hard on the paint with one strategy what would be that one thing to get buyer and seller leads would you be like if, if you were to push all your chips in on one thing, what would it be? Would it be social media? Would it be building your list? Like what would be that one thing? I would tell everyone to just read hundred million dollar leads by Hermosi and implement everything in there. That's not the answer you were looking for though. So, um, no, I think it's a great, it's a great direction. He talks about all the different ways to get leads. And I think like the first one is the warm leads, which is, send everybody in your phone and Facebook, and Instagram, a goddamn text message. Every single person quit playing games and just do that. One small adjustment we actually on my team did is instead of just sending texts, especially for the other holidays, birthdays, things like that. In addition to like the feel good stuff, we started sending videos, 15 second video. Hey, haven't chatted with you in a while. I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Have a great day. That works too. I, I feel like asking people to send a video creates even more friction. I'm trying to give you the simplest yeah. answer possible. <laughs> that is true. Touche. I agree. I, I think I, I would 100% agree with you on that. Yeah, I'm not going to go down that battle of send a video to everybody, bro. You also have a, a, a hundred and something thousand in your database. So it's not a reality it's not an easy well, even it's if you don't have a database let's talk about your facebook let's talk about your cell phone how many contacts are in your phone right now let's see how many contacts are in, are in your phone 
I don't know where to look for that number. There's a lot though. For me, I have pages. I mean, I'm scrolling right now incessantly and I'm still on a, yeah, same. So you have thousands of people in your phone, maybe, right? Like text them. Well, Hey, how's it going? Do that. Conversations will start. You took the time to add them to your damn phone. I love this. So if anybody's listened to this, by the time this comes out, it's going to be 2024. It's going to be the new year. So your new year challenges text everybody. We'll even break it down. Let's let's break it down. How many per day would be a reasonable number? As many as you can. It's in your phone. Like you don't need to go to the follow boss CRM. You can do it as you use the restroom. It's true. You can do it laying in bed. You can do it while you're eating. Do it while you're brushing your teeth. Do it while you're supposed to be working on something else. I don't know. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, you make such a great point. It's it's usually not the complex that'll solve the problem. It's the very simple. And that's a very simple approach. I'm on one page and there's probably like five opportunities of people that have worked for me or I would like to work for me on, on this one page who I haven't talked to. That's amazing. That's random as hell, but it's really true. I'm on another swipe. Here's like two past clients that I haven't spoken to. All right. Right now, while I'm talking to you, I'm literally texting. I'm texting somebody right now. I'm, I'm texting somebody. What are you going to say? Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Right? <laughs> is, isn't that a hard script, dude? Oh, this is so hard. Really complex. Um, <laughs> sent. Done. It's sent. So there you go. I just took the challenge. <laughs> I will, if they don't respond by the end of this, I'll figure out a way to update everybody just to, to let them know if it transpired. If I got the piece, because I know people are like, I can never do that. I'll let everybody know if I got the, oh my God, I cannot believe you texted me that. Which no, <laughs> no. no one's going to say. <laughs> That's the thing is I want to make it easy. If you're struggling for business and you haven't made the minimum option, text everybody in your phone. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Is a really. Hey, how's it going? Look, I don't do that myself. And I understand I have. 150 salespeople, seven inside sales agents, full-on teams, managers that work for me. I have people take my phone calls. I had to do that to get here, right? I don't do that anymore. As your business grows and evolves, you should be doing new things on your plate. You shouldn't be doing more of the same thing. You should be doing and solving bigger problems and having systems in place, which is crux to, to growth. And then those people are doing, like you have somebody writing your emails. Are they perfect? No. But are they improving over time? Absolutely. But that's freeing you up to now get back those two hours in a day or a week or whatever that is. And then that moves you up to do two hours of that new project. And then eventually somebody else is going to take over that new project. And I, I think that's the, if somebody is on the path to be a team lead, or if they're on the path to own multiple businesses like yourself, that's the mindset you have to get into. Leverage, yeah. I also think genuinely is, and I've shared this in other videos, is what you're doing is not for everybody. It's not everybody's DNA to be an entrepreneur. And and that is cool too. Like that's, and it's all right. Like you are perfect the way you are. And if you just, you want to be on a team, you want to have your autonomy, you want to have all these systems in place and just leverage them, that is amazing go hard on the paint in that category. 
I am a deeply troubled, troubled, sick person. Okay. I love pain. I do not want to feel good. I want to feel massive amounts of pain. It drives me. Okay. I, well, I don't think you are actually because Barbara Corcoran was like, all amazing salespeople have a giant chip on their shoulder and they're trying to prove something to nobody. Entrepreneurs have the same thing going on. Like, I like joke, like, I just have a massive hole inside of me that can only be filled with accomplishments. I don't know. <laughs> Dopamine. Like, I win. I win. I win. I've been an entrepreneur since I was a kid. And there's something about it's the adrenaline and dopamine that I just, I yearn for. I love the uncertainty. I love the new idea. I love the, can I make the, can I pull this off? And then when you do, you're like, wow, that was amazing. Let's go try it again. And then you start the whole system and cycle over. Clearly you're, you're of the same breed because you have the, uh, literally multiple businesses. Well, dude, I've only been a realtor for 10 years. Prior to that, I was one of the forefathers of medical cannabis in California. Right. So like got out of that segue into real, that's an episode too, maybe, but if you've been in this for 10 years, you got out of that game at the right time. It's a whole other episode, man. It's a whole other episode. <laughs> that is a wild ride. Um, listen, man, this has been a really fun. I really enjoyed this episode. I I, I love what you're doing. I, I really appreciate your approach and your mindset towards things. So I And I deeply value your time. So thanks for joining us today. Hell yeah, that was fun, man. We will leave your contact information in the link below. So if anybody want to, wants to reach out to you um, and or check out that video that you shared, we'll definitely include that so they can they can pick it up. So with that, that's a wrap. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, everybody.